ghetto, the backyard, the yard. I sell it What up, what up, what up, San Antonio, El Paso, Abilene, Lubbock, people up in the Maha City in Denver, Colorado, people up in Tyler, people down the whole 305 South Florida region, and my people down Laredo. You are tuning here to the Friday edition of the Sports Grind. Calvin Casey, Jonas Clark producing and spinning the one and twos. Today's show is being presented by Dosecchi's Get a Dose. And we are broadcasting here from the Maestro de Bell Tequila Studios. 877-37-GRIND. If you know what you want to talk about, you know the rules. Uh, feel free to give us a call. Uh, the only thing we ask you to do is to call during the breaks and be patient during the long segments and breaks. And we'll get to the phone calls accordingly. Also, if you need to reach out to to me or follow me on Twitter. You can do that at Sports Grind. And if you want to stream the show live and leave comments in real time, um, you know, you can go to and I'll respond to those in real time and read those on air. If I don't, I'll respond to them later. You can go to the business Facebook page of Sports Grind Entertainment or go to the personal, my personal page. And like I said, you can leave comments and I'll respond to those in real time. And also keep in mind, if you ever miss any of the shows live, <clears throat> okay, excuse me, you can always go to sportsgrindonline.com where you can download the podcast seven days a week, 365. And also keep in mind, don't forget about sportsgrindonline.com if you're in an area that doesn't carry us terrestrial radio-wise or you're traveling or you're having technical difficulties listening to us through your other outlets and devices, make sure you always rely on sportsgrindonline.com. Eight seven. Seven three seven grind. What's up, Mr. Clark? Ready to rock and roll. All right, man. So it is Friday. Thank God for Friday. You know, I live for those, uh, even in this industry. But hey, it is what it is. I live for Friday. Um, so let's end the week strong. Okay, we've got quite a bit to get to. You know how we do it. Uh, it's college, NFL. We got football Friday here on this program. Uh, breakdown. Won't go into depth today on a lot of these, a few of these college matchups because uh, this weekend it's. I mean, it's okay. I mean, there's a, a couple sexy ones in there, but it's not a, a star stellar top notch top teams getting against each other so won't get as in detail as I usually do uh, on these matchups but definitely we're going to touch on some of them uh, so we'll get to college I know we've got um, <clears throat> you know in our backyard we've got the UTSA Roadrunners who are at action tonight uh, at the Alamo Dome um, you know circling around them is of course the uh News is trickling out about their head coach, Jeff Trailer interviewing for the Texas A&M uh, gig. So, you know, I live by, you know, everything I live by, I always say it's a cause and effect of things in life. Uh, the cause is he's done a damn good job here at UTSA. And also the effect of it is, is that, you know, this is this is eventually going to happen. Unless UTSA, not saying with A&M, him being A&M coach, but eventually it's going to happen if they don't find a way to get this money to play. And they are at a crossroads. And this goes back to a lot of topics that we have had for years in this show. And it's really about college football to be big boys in college football. Not everybody is going to be cut out to do this the way college is going. It, it's going to take money. Um, they're expanding this to a 12-team playoff effective next year. Uh, there's still conference alignments going on as we speak. Um, I think, to be honest with you, I think we're still three or four years away from that totally being complete before we just find out who's left on the uh, 
ride when the music when the music stops and what two conferences are going to be really the meat and potatoes of college football. So we're still about three to four, three to five years away from that. So when I line all that up, this is roosters that are going to come home to roost in the backyard of UTSA. And they've got a they've got a decision to make. I mean, they you know, I feel like it's still an infant program, but you come this far, you're going to have to find the revenue. And it's going to be challenging. I know it's not that easy. You know, a lot of locals down here are like, well, you know, if they want to do this, then they got to raise like, hello. Where, I mean, where are they getting the money from? And, and I think the whole thing that was controversial down here a little bit of a few weeks ago, we didn't really talk about it on air, was the vote about in regards to this certain fee that they were going to put on the students. And it was kind of really geared into that somewhat. And then, you know, some people are looking back at some venom like, well, y'all voted that down. Look at where we're at now, which is somewhat true you know but i see the other side of people say well why does the students have to pay for it well i get that too but there's a lot of fees students pay for going to college anyway that that basically where that's probably unjustified but this is what it takes if you want to participate in big boy division one college football and i'll leave it on this note and see what jonas got to chime in with but i will tell you Due to the fact that it's confirmed that he's interviewed for this job, this goes along with what I've been saying for the last seven to ten days, that that $80 million that they're telling Jimbo to stay home, that is going to be a factor. And the A&M got big money, but that's going to be a factor into his decision. And with that athletic director wanting to do a quote-unquote incentive-based type of contract for Coach, this is where you're shopping. This is where you're shopping from a first year, you know, head coordinator getting a head coaching job or coaches like Jeff Trailer that have cut their teeth from one at the high school level, which he's been very respected in the state. He's won multiple state high school championships and then starting a program and working with what he's worked with to give them national recognition in a short period of time. So those are the type of guys that I believe A&M are going to ultimately settle on. And that's the reason why. I think this is I think he is a very serious candidate for Texas A&M based off of what their what their criteria is right now because of the situation they're in with Jimbo Fisher. What do you got? And when you speak on knowing that he's interviewed, uh, this comes from last night, uh, the Austin Statesman, Austin American Statesman. So not even the Express News, the Austin American Statesman had a source tell them uh, yesterday uh, that trailer did interview. Uh, trailer has not responded to a phone call uh, on a follow-up or anything like that, but from an Austin American statesman, again, that's up in Austin, um, there's, they have a source telling them. Uh, when you get into tonight, and even looking at the forecast and the trailer decision, because of the COVID year, you know everybody got an extra year of eligibility, and that allowed you to have Frank Harris for a seventh season. Um, but tonight is going to be his last game in the Alamo Dome in his career. There's no other loopholes or whatever to can, to keep him around campus, and you're going to see another uh, a handful of others that have been here in Trailer's tenure. Uh, those key foundational pieces that are moving on, and you almost look at well, look at the fo- football program when when Frank Harris went down earlier this year. Does it really look that promising in terms of coming back in next year and really contending in the AAC? And and this almost feels like um, a point where a coach could kind of phase out with his seniors, graduate from UTSA with his seniors, and and move up to the to the SEC. This is, has nothing to do about talent has zero that's not the issue uh jeff trailer won't be taking this because frank harris 
is leaving. Recruiting is not a problem in the state of Texas for Jeff Trailer. Oh, not at all. This is all about money. This is all about are you going to be down with the little sisters of the poor or are you going to play with the big dogs? And I had this conversation with other people off air and I've had it with Jonas just after our air. The people in my region uh, in the 210 has to be realistic. I mean, when you talk about donors, I mean, there's a reason why they put that proposal in the timing of this for trying to get this student fee that was shot down by everybody, majority of the student body, which was tied into this. Because when you talk about programs, you know, one of the locals here I've heard say that, well, Temple has $30 million football budget. Well, yeah, man. I mean, first of all, do you understand how long Temple football has been around? And even though on the landscape of things, people might not look at them as a big, serious player. But look at some of their alumni. Look at some of their, you know, you're talking about famous people that are alumni that's played there. And UTSA and the 210, even in this city and even over the years, as everybody from California, from New York has moved down to San Antonio and then flooded the rest of Texas you know, I feel like doing a PSA. I think everybody should Texas. The tax we should pay is to have everybody chip in in Texas that's been residents for the last 20 years or more and run PSAs across the other stations in the country saying there's no more. We're full. OK, damn all the border talk. It just needs to be in the state of Texas, like stay Cali and New York. Hey, love those people. Stay y'all's asses up there, man. But anyway. In my region, it's like, look, man, if you're in the 210. When you talk about alumni, the people that have money that live and reside or run businesses or do businesses in the 210 that have that kind of money to donate, they're Texas UT alumni. They're A&M alumni. They're Texas Lubbock. They're, they're Texas Tech alumni. They ain't majority UTSA alumni. I mean, go look at what you, I'm not trying to throw UTSA in the bus, but the reality of it is I'm always going to keep it real whether it's a flexion of my city or not. That's where that money comes from. So this is this is going to happen eventually if they don't come up with money, if they don't find a way. I don't know. I mean, hell, go to the Spurs Sports and Entertainment. They run damn near a sports monopoly down here anyway. Go hit them up. Do some type of concoction of a joint, you know, type of program. Hell, I'm hearing that we ain't got to it, but I'm hearing the Big 12 is partnered with the WWE. Wrestling. Are they hurting, by the way? I'm not. I know we've got some, you know, grown, I don't know, 40 plus, 50 plus grown men that listen to my program that are still follow wrestling. So I would have to ask them, is the are we seeing a decline in wrestling, the WWE, WWF? Because when I think about, I mean, look, what was it they did before this? Um, can't remember what it was, but they got involved. I mean, they're getting involved with college. I think part of it is they're supposed to be part of the Big 12 championship, the belt or something like that. They're creating this belt. Yes. And uh, branding on the field at the 50-yard line and everything. Uh, there's going to be appearances. That's that's just that's straight up for a check. And Nelly's performing at the halftime. That's straight up for trying to get a check. Well, that's Nelly. That's a nice two. That's a nice two bands, 200 bands. At least about 100 bands for Nelly, even though he ain't on the top charts. I mean, you have some of them number one ch charts that Nelly had in the run. You can go ahead and charge a feature of 100,000 to 250 to appear, even for Nelly. Okay. All right. 
So that's like we got one of these establishments down here. Ain't going to say the name. But they for the last 18 to 24 months, well, I would say probably since COVID, they've been bringing Axe. 50's been down here. You know, they brought some. And I know what they charge for the most part, a minimum, because I pay it. I've paid attention to the business aspect and different things all my life. And I'm just intrigued with that. And that's why I'm like, uh, y'all ain't recouping that. I know even if it's always crowded, but I just know how my city, y'all ain't even probably recouping that in liquor sales. Where that money coming from, man? What the hell is really going on? But anyway, it's a whole other different story. No, the WWE is not hurting. No, I'm not talking about their hurt. I'm talking about the viewership. No. Oh, okay. Because this is real gimmicky, man. I mean, this is. They, I mean, they this just is set tr- another record at the at uh, the Springs WrestleMania. Okay. Well, I mean, like we are, are they are they you know we considered the Saudis sports washing. It, are they trying to wash for Vix McMahon's image that he's basically been splattered across for sexual harassment? Everything. I mean, they. I mean, what's the cold? I mean, what's the what's the connection, man? I mean, first of all, I know why the Big 12's doing it because it goes along to what I'm talking about with UTSA and Jeff Trailer. It's the check and the money. So to me, that, that alumni, go look at what your degree you get out of UTSA. I mean, half the people I know that's gone to UTSA, what, what are you majoring in? Marketing? I'm like, man, do you understand that I put in like seven years on a phone in a telemarketing center and maybe two doing eight that I could go get a marketing job with just even my shit if I wanted to? And you walking away $80,000, $100,000 in debt for a marketing degree. They don't teach you that kind of stuff. See, 30 years ago, it was just, hey, man, go to school, get an education. Your ass better think what you're really going to school for and what does that job pay for. Your ass come out of here in debt. And then you're pissed off because somebody runs a 4245 showing up in campus in Lambeau with NIL money. But that's a whole other story. UTSA's on notice. I like Jeff Trailer, but there's a cause and effect. The students didn't want to pay that fee because like, oh, no, no, no. We don't want none of that. Paid $500 for a parking pass, though. But okay. But I don't go to the games. I don't care about football. I get it. But this is the effect to it. So if it ain't Texas A&M, there's going to be somebody. Because, I mean, hell, I don't even think he's lost a conference game yet this season. And you got to, I mean, he's working with, I think the UTSA football budget is like, 15 million dollars ballpark so temples double that but they're they got alumni and that's still a 30 million dollar budget these days and times for division one big time football that's really nothing but it kind of keep you afloat jeff down here with this 15 million dollar budget trying to make a dollar out of 15 cents a dime and a nickel so don't cry now he's been successful yeah but come on, where's the money coming from? There ain't alumni down here that UTSA that's going to be donating six figures, a quarter mil. No, that's Texas. That's UT stuff. That's Texas A&M stuff. Hell, that's even Texas Tech stuff. These are the things you got to you know think about. And that's what I love my city. But this is just a reputation that we have. We do a lot of things and we don't project 15, 25 years later. Whoever I've said this forever, whoever did the census report in, in, in San Antonio, Texas in the 80s, I don't know how old they are. That the asses should just have a refund or fire because they missed it by a mile. Construction every damn day for the last seven years because they can't keep up. And I know there's construction everywhere in Texas, but they playing wrong. Had a mayor that built a dome, not with a plan of football, but just built a dome to say, well, if you build it, they'll come because he liked that slogan probably growing up. 
And it turned it, well, we'll take the Spurs. There was no damn basketball arena. But they recouped it because basically high school football, monster trucks, wrestling, concerts. Final four. Final four. But it was no basketball arena. Didn't plan for it. So my city that's ran by a certain section of politicians and groups of people, they're always projecting things. So this is a good idea to have a football program. We want to get in football. We don't really have football. Football, Texas. Okay, but we're in 2023, about to be 2024. Where the money at? And you might be losing one of the best things. And then UTSA got the city just on a platform. Because right now, we don't know what the Spurs are doing or where they're going or what the projection going. I mean, it's up to Jonas. We'd be on a five-year rookie plan. But at the end of the day, they've got the opportunity to go ahead and take it and win. And they got a winner. But you got to pay for that. When we get back, we're going to start with the NFL. We got started last night with some devastation injuries for both teams, but we got some breaking news on a quarterback we'll get back to. You listen to the Sports Crime Today show is being presented by Dosecchi's. Get a dose. We'll be back. Texas summers can get hot, but now they're blazing with the new Zing Zang Blazing Bloody Mary Mix. The latest addition to the Zing Zang lineup brings the same great bold and delicious taste that you already know, only much hotter. Shake things up with Zing Zang Blazing Bloody Mary Mix made with premium ingredients and crafted for a bold and savory taste, whether with your favorite vodka or with the pre-mixed ready-to-drink cans. Zing Zang, America's favorite Bloody Mary and an official sponsor of the sports grind. Please Zing Zang responsibly. For more than a century, the Pendleton Roundup has defined what it means to be a cowboy. It also gave life to something equally renowned, Pendleton Whiskey, capturing that unique spirit in every bottle and honoring the enduring legacy of the American West. Pendleton Whiskey is made with the finest northern grains and cut with Mount Hood Glacier water, a whiskey that celebrates the cowboy in all of us. That's Pendleton Whiskey. That's true Western tradition. Pendleton is the official whiskey of the PBR Tour. Pendleton Distillers, Lawrenceburg, Indiana. Please drink responsibly. Pendleton Whiskey, official sponsor of the sports grind. Are you moving around the greater San Antonio area? Choose the storage experts. Tiger Moving and Storage. Whether you're moving an office or the whole family, Tiger Moving and Storage offers container drop-off and delivery with efficient, prompt, and cost-effective service. To learn more and to secure your portable storage container today, go to ChooseTiger.com. Tiger Moving and Storage, official sponsor of the sports grind. All right, back here on the Sports Grind, Calvin Casey, Jonas Clark producing, spinning the one and twos on this R&B Friday, 877-37-GRIND. Today's show is being presented by Dos Equis. Get a dose. And we are broadcasting here from the Maestro de Bell Tequila Studios. And this next segment is going to be sponsored by Specs. If you're looking to check out what the latest products they have in stock, or you already know what they have, but you just want it delivered straight to your doorstep, don't forget about SpecsOnline.com. Because the fun starts here. That is Specs, official sponsor of the Sports Grind and an official partner of the Dallas Cowboys. Which we've got other things to get to. I'm going to circle back around the college. I mean, Colorado is in action tonight. The Buffaloes. Uh, they've got Washington State. This is a playoff game. This is an elimination game for bowl eligibility. Both of these teams are coming in with the same record. There's two games left. Both teams have to win the last two to be bowl eligible. So this is an elimination tonight for the Buffalo. 
uh, and Coach Prime. So we'll circle back around to that. We've got some other college matchups as well, too, to talk about. I just wanted to kind of get that Jeff Trailer situation out there and just have a cold dose reality for the people here in the 210 and then the youngsters uh, that decided to vote uh, no. No bueno. So don't cry if he bolts. That's all I'm going to say. You know, because nothing in life is free. You got to pay. You got to buy to eat a little cheese. Okay. Same students that voted no. Like, I'm not paying. I'm not going to do about, about $80 a week Starbucks habit. So, Some of them. Eh, most of them. I'm not getting this generation off the hook, man. Devices, technology, $80 a week for Starbucks and lattes. And half of them are like, so no, man, this is just why I don't want them to see to leave the city. But I just know the money got to come from somewhere. And for people that here locally that are in my peers that think that this is just simple. Oh, we'll come up with the money. There's no donors here, fool, that's running like that. I've lived here all my life. Okay, they're not there's nobody rolling like that that graduated from UTSA. I'm not saying everybody graduated from UTSA broke, but I'm just saying like that is not I mean, for one, it's still an infant program, football program. And that is what it is. It's that's what happens in the struggles when you don't have that that tradition. Basketball, the San Antonio Spurs in action back action tonight against the Sacramento Sacramento Kings which I guess we found out is an elimination game for them as well, too, for their tournament hopes, uh, which I think they've got bigger problems than that. Damn, a tournament, just basically let's try to win a quarter. Let's try to win four quarters, okay? Can they break the streak tonight, the losing streak? When are they going to sign up for 48 minutes? Okay. When are they going to sign up for it? 48 minutes. We'll see how that goes. We've got other NBA news as well, but we've got to start with the NFL, all right, because we've got some big developments that's taking place in the NFL, and we do have some games I want to touch on that's coming up this Sunday. But we'll start with last night that got NFL uh, Week 11 kicked off on Prime, and it had saw the Baltimore Ravens pretty much go ahead and take care of the Cincinnati Bengals and get their victory and stop a one-game losing streak. Uh, They were able to play a full four quarters. That was the emphasis for the Baltimore Ravens and getting that victory last night over their division rivals, 34-20. to But they take a major blow as well, too. Uh, And Andrews, their tight end, went down early. Um... Guy landed on the, the ankle. Now this is being discussed today, and if this is this a form of tackle? I mean, we've taken the horse collar out. Now we want to take guys from – which I get it, but you want to take guys from landing on the weight and all that. It's just crazy to me that it, it's only the superstar – like it's only the top-end guys that get hurt. When they get hurt, then we want to evaluate the rules. That It's always been like – it's been like that more in the last decade, but it's just really gotten out of hand. But go ahead. But we had the hip drop tackle conversation back in august yeah that the nfl so before mm. before it happened yeah. it's just that it resurges yeah. because now you lose a high profile tight end same thing tomato tomato they talked about it. they talk about a lot of things in winter meetings it, there's a lot of opportunities to get the grease the real don't get a greasing until somebody of a value to a team goes down and andrews is really like wide receiver one for baltimore he's a tight end he's their number one i, I mean 
Lamar told you after the game, you can look at Lamar who won. I mean, he got banged up as well, too, and he's hobbling around. But you can see the look in his face of what that meant losing Andrew. So that is a big, big, big blow. I think to the Baltimore Ravens, but you, they, the lucky thing, if you're a Ravens fan, you have Lamar has more weapons than he's had in the past. They can make some adjustments. OBJ had a big uh, night. OBJ's had two good day, weekends, weeks in a row. He got banged up with his shoulder a little bit too, though, but they got the victory. So that's a big blow on the losing side of things of Cincinnati. There's a couple developments that's going on with them. Uh, first, we've got the breaking news that just came down about 30, 40 minutes ago that Joe Burrow is done for the season. Out. Wrist problems. Um, number one, it, I've said, I said this after week two when they were 0-2. And, and, you know, he was obviously laboring out there with the calf issue. And he eventually healed and got that better. Um, and we saw what happened in camp when he got a you know precautionary, which ends up being a lingering situation with him with the calf. He got carted off. I said it then, and I'm gonna say it definitely now. He's out for the season, but it's time to put the label on Joe. I love Joe Burrow, man. I, he when you draft a quarterback, that's what he's supposed to do to your franchise. He changed that franchise. That especially when you go number one overall, that's what you want. He's done that. With all that said, it's time to put the Joe's always hurt label on Joe Cool. And I'm going to be the first one to go ahead and lead the charge because we've done it. We do it with Jimmy Garoppolo. Deshaun Watson is starting to take bullets. Uh, we've done it with other quarterbacks in the past that, hey, man, they can't never stay healthy. Lamar. Uh, yeah, Lamar Jackson. So it's time to put it on Mr. Sunglasses, Joe Cool. Okay. Air Force Ones. All right. Might occasionally show up at the BET Awards. Joe Barrow gets hurt all the time because we pick and choose on who we want to label and who we want to kill and who we don't refuse to apologize to. So it sucks for Joe. Um, that's two AFC North quarterbacks, starting quarterbacks gone in a week's time by the hand of the Ravens. Jonas wants an investigation on the Ravens. I say basically it's football. Now it's brought in the question of values of backup quarterbacks. Look, man, it happens. It's the NFL. Who's your coach? Nobody went when, when Kyle two, three years ago when Kyle Shanahan was having quarterbacks drop like flies and quarterbacks have said to whatever last year, really the last you go back to Jimmy. Nobody was asking about, well, why don't they have this backup? Well, why don't they do the backup? You know why? Because they got that dude. When you got that dude. You usually, if you're going to say, hey, man, and how much money you want to tie up in, bat in quarterbacks? You get a young guy. I think the kid from Cincinnati is probably going to do well. The problem is with the Bengals, their secondary is suspect. Their defense is leaking oil in the secondary. C.J. Stroud, which is a rookie, which is having a phenomenal year, he carved their asses up in, their, in the jungle. He came in the jungle with a spear and said, where y'all at? Now, maybe that came out wrong because I can say, you say, why did he say a spear? He came in the jungle and he got him, carved him up. Lamar was about 80% after he got his ankle and kind of carved him up. Like Jonas said, Odell had another big game. So that sucks for them. I think the quarterback keep him afloat. Might need a little bit more on Joe Mixon, but he can keep him afloat the defense. Because you can tell when Joe went out, it took a sail out of the offense and the defense. It took the wind out of him. That was ball game. So 
That's two AFC North quarterbacks gone in one week. But I will tell you this, the Andrews injury, which is not going to be a quick recovery. I wouldn't be surprised that if, I mean, Harbaugh just, I mean, he didn't even want to wait for an MRI. He just came out and said, I think it's season ending. So if, if, if Andrews injury is season ending, ending, I'm going to put that only 20 to 30% behind the impact of Deshaun Watson and Joe Burrow for Cincinnati. That's how big that injury is for Baltimore. So before Cincinnati fan, Cleveland fans start complaining about, well, what if, well, you know what? Lamar is going to be about maybe 70% from here on out. I mean, every, we're, we're in week 11, man. Everybody's hurting. But that Andrews tight end injury, that is right there in the same street as Joe Barrow and Deshaun Watson's basically injury because how important the position's not. Because you lose a starting quarterback, especially a Pro Bowl quarterback, which Joe Burrow is, Deshaun Show Glimpse. No, I'm not trying to sit there and say that's on the level of losing a tight end. Listen to what I'm saying. That situation on how important Andrews is to Baltimore is on that level. So how quickly has things changed for the North Division, which has been proven to show it's the best division in football this year in the 2023 season because it's jam-packed. Everybody's still in the hunt. There's really no teams really below 500. It's a, it's a, it's a division. But now you take away Deshaun, you take away Joe Burrow, and you take away Andrews, the tight end, Lamar's best weapon for the last three years, four years. And who's sitting there smelling like they might be smelling like roses and just trucking along and scrapping and kicking field goals and getting fumble recoveries? Out there in old steel mill, Pittsburgh. But... What is Pittsburgh's problem? Their offense is stagnant as hell. They've got their defense has to kind of go in and bring it. So it's going to be very interesting. And I think this injury, Baltimore will be able to survive it. But I think the injury to Joe Barrow and because their defense will not probably be able to, it's not up to par this year because of, you know, maybe injury, secondaries really. But that's probably going to put a kibosh on the three teams out of the north four teams well I, we don't even know if it was ever going to be four real the guarantee the lock to take home in the bank was three we've never seen four so i'm not going to call i mean if we ain't never seen um i don't know i mean that's just i mean you can know that haley's comet comes around every 75 years if i'm not mistaken we just had some eclipse that everybody went out and got blinded for. Things like that, you know, it's come many nobody ever seen or you know, 14 of it. Like, yes, did it look like a protection? Three. It's taking it from guaranteed to three to most likely two because of that entry. I think Cleveland's in a better position than Cincinnati Bengals. And I think that they might even be, you know, depending on how this affects Lamar Jackson, which I said, I would put Baltimore, I would put Baltimore still 1A in the best position. I would still put um, Pittsburgh at 1B and probably tie with Cleveland 1B because of Cleveland's defense. That's what Cleveland has over all of those, maybe for the exceptions of Pittsburgh. Cleveland's still a better pit, uh, defense than Pittsburgh, but Cleveland is keep. – I'm not letting up on the Browns because they're supposed to be a running team. They're used to dealing with average quarterbacks, and the bottom line of it is is this is what – they half of them, not all, half of them were done with Deshaun anyway. So I'm not hearing that.
go win some games. I think they can. Is it going to hurt him? Of course. Because I know there's certain games Deshaun could win, even if he's 70% of what he used to be, that you just can't win with a backup. But the Bengals, I don't know, man. I'm sorry. And, and at this point, what is the status on? I mean, well, he played last night. But, you know, Jamar Chase ain't 100% either. But you feel like you don't want to pull him and just punt on the whole season. But, you know. Um, and you're still but, got T. Higgins out for a minute. Yeah, that, it's tough for them. This is two teams in the north. This is two. We were going to have three. This is two. Uh, but we'll see. Now, the other story before we move on to the other NFL games is the situation with Joe Burrow not showing up. The NFL, Adam you know, Schefter broke it this morning that the NFL is an investigation and looking into the Cincinnati Bengals on why Joe Burrow was not released on the injury report. And I 120% backed them and they should. Because at the end of the day, man, like whatever this device, because first of all, I think it's somewhat nerve damage. I never bought in the wrist injury anyway, even when he came in with this device. And you know what's crazy about this? And this is why I say certain organizations are who they are. That hasn't won a damn thing for a reason. OK, it's just they can't get out of their own way. You know who put the video out? The Cincinnati Bengals. And they put it on their team website. They put the Sabruta film on their website. Flip 2-1-0, that's why y'all ain't won a damn thing. That's why I'm selective and I use the word historic franchises. Respectables. The ones that got, no matter if they're going through some lean years, they got skins on the wall, man. Cincinnati has opened an investigation because they're somebody in their own building. Thought, hey, man, first of all, the, the video looks shady. It looks grainy. It looks like there's somebody. It, it, I just like I told you, me and AC just got through watching uh, getting Gotti, and they had him like the fans had that surveillance where you could see it, but it was real smoky. That looks like something that's something being videotaped shady. So he has this device or whatever this grip on his hand, but he shows up nowhere in the injury report. If you're gonna get in bed with the desert. If you're going to shove DraftKings down my throat, if you're going to let Mickey Mouse get in the business of launching their own app in sports betting, if you're going to do draft, you're going to do FanDuel, you're going to do all this stuff and you're going to promote it and you're going to get former players to be like, hey, boys and girls, set a limit, have a game plan. Like, man, tell a degenerate that, man, I get you got to go ahead and basically do that because protocol, but don't Kurt want to worry. You're going to tell the gambling world out there to be what the man that sit there and couldn't do anything before his wife picked up the phone like what Kurt don't do that. You going to tell me, Kurt, you know about that. But see, if the NFL is going to do all that, then damn it, that's what that injury reports about. That's why I smoke today. Because you got calls from the books and you got big whales that's in there saying, what the hell is going on? How does Joe Burrow not show up? In Jimmy the Greek. I was eight years old, man. Nine, I remember this like I don't I have a bad memory, but there's certain things that stick in my head for a reason in my life. It stuck in my head because they knew I would be in this seat maybe 40 years later. Jimmy the Greek used to get on there with Brent Musburger and use code words like they were getting tapped by the feds. Jimmy would sit up there and be like, uh, the Raiders, because they were Oakland back, the Oakland Raiders, I don't know, Brent. Maybe a field goal would do. He was talking about the spread. So the NFL has gone from that to jumping in the bed and jumping in bed with them. And why do you think that if you look across the America, when it was, and even your, um, your daddy, your grandpa, 
when they would look at the, you know what, every paper that really, when paper was a thing and it got delivered to your door and there was actually young teenagers that wanted to work for a job and not be on TikTok all damn day, they used to run paper routes, those good old days. Now, fortunately, I never had to do that because, you know, I was like, hey, man, I work smart and I just go to grandma and ask for it. But anyway, in the back of those sports patients, what was in all those pages across America? In the little box, there was injury reports way before Internet, way before. What do you think that was in there? That was in there for Sal. That was in there for Frank. Gotti, guys like that, the gambling world, the underground, even before that, that's what the injury reports been about. And you're going to sit here and promote this stuff. So what I want them to do and send a message to the coaches, the, just like y'all are coming down on the players, just like you got you. Calvin really cost him $13 million because he tried to hit a 14 parlay that was going to pay him 1200 just because there's some guys from the Colts and everybody else that's serving suspension and go, oh, we're going to send a memo out. We're going to sit there. No, no facility. Don't make any bets from that. If you're going to come on the players, then you know what you do? You go and send a message to the Cincinnati Bengals because they're a cheap ass organization, too. They don't like spending money either. Cincinnati Bengals and you find them to the heavens of the fact of why they did that. Like the whole thing, a competitive advantage, like we can't let go. No, man, that's why this stuff was a story more, less than 24 hours and that game was over. Because that you can't let that happen. Now, with that said, Baltimore was a Christmas gift with three at home any damn way. But the point of it is, is that that's Bush League. And he was already Ellen going in. And the reason why I don't think this is just a risk and why I think it's nerve damage, because he couldn't grip the ball on the sideline when he just bows over that, you know, wrist. I've sprained wrist before. But at the end of the day, I think that's a little bit more serious. And they kind of knew that going in. And it really tweaked it when that guy landed on him. They need to come down on the Bengals for this. They doing it for everybody else and the players. You listen to the Sports Grind. Today's show is being presented by Dos Equis. Get a dose. We are broadcasting here from the Maestro de Bell Tequila Studios. Calvin Casey, Jonas Clark producing, spinning the one and twos. We'll be back. When life sounds too much like this... It's time to consider more of this. Sometimes a little shift is all you need. A dose of perspective. Dos Equis Lager. Get a dose. Enjoy Dos Equis responsibly. Copyright 2021. Imported by Cervezas Mexicanas, White Plains, New York. Maestro Dobel Tequila was born from 11 generations of tequila-making legacy. It is sourced from a single estate in the volcanic lowlands of Jalisco, Mexico, using the finest 100% blue agave. Double distilled and aged in European white oak barrels, Maestro Dobel's commitment to innovation isn't only to discover new ways of distilling and aging, it's about elevating and crafting a superior tequila that is the essence of mastery. Maestro Dobel is the official tequila of the PGA Tour and an official sponsor of the sports grind. Please drink responsibly. It's time to warm up that scoreboard and get ready to bring home the win with Specs. Specs has you covered with lower prices on all your favorite fan fuel. From craft beer, rare spirits, and world-class wine to chips, dips, and gourmet finer foods. And with same-day delivery when you order online or through the app, Specs is your MVP for the biggest score of the game. At Specs, the fun starts here. Here's to you, cheers to savings. Just because the sun is setting earlier doesn't mean the fun stops sooner. 
Now is the perfect time to get to specs and stock up on after-summer savings with fresh new releases in every category. Specs has Texas' largest selection of lower-priced wines, craft cocktail ingredients, and beers that'll have you raising a glass to every sunset. The biggest savings of the season are at Specs. The fun starts here. Whether you're looking for a date night at the Dominion or a light meal while shopping on the weekend, stop by Thai Lao Orchid at the Dominion. Just five minutes north of the shopping center, Thai Lao Orchid's Vietnamese options are great for dinner or lunch, serving up staples from curry and noodles to the house special nam and seafood lovers steamed clay pot. They're open weeknights from 5 p.m. to 8 p.m. and noon till 9 on Saturdays and noon to 8 on Sundays. That's Thai Lao Orchid at the Dominion, official sponsor of the Sports Grind. 